When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know... What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. See Vols up on Georgia 62-61. Still half hour away from the NBA game at Houston. Rockets hosting Boston. I'm Steve DeSager. We are Oh, Rob Parker, glad to be with you here on a Saturday. Are you just, are you knee-deep in NFL Combine stuff right now? Huh? No way, no, no how. What? No love for the Combine? Waste of time. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're not one of these guys that dismisses everything and is like, oh, it's just numbers and blah, blah. You're not that guy, are you? All I know is I... I interviewed Anthony Lynn, the Chargers coach, earlier this week, and he said nothing at the combine changes his mind from what's on tape. That that that's all I needed to hear. I that's was why glad we to hear that. Make, that's why we didn't make the playoffs this year. No, no, but he's <laughs> I was right. About to say, like, <laughs> what's the track record why, of Anthony Lynn? Why are you ripping Anthony Lynn? He's he hey, hasn't done anything yet. He did a nice job in San Diego. They started off 0 and 4, and they had a nice yeah. turnaround. All I'm saying is, look at a kicker. That's all it's I'm just saying. like a made-for-TV movie. It's just no a waste way. of time. It's a waste no of time. Way. Other than the no guy, way. other than the guy uh, saying he's uh, six foot. Six foot eight, and he's really five foot eight. Other than seeing that in person, there's no other reason for it. Or and the 
and I'm sure the female numbers are even higher for the combine because they make them get in these tight clothes and tight sweats and all this and run around. Uh, you know, so I think that the female viewership is good, but I have Wait not a minute. Watched are you saying are, is it a red flag if your girlfriend, your wife, your fiance is like, hey, honey, let's watch some combine? Uh, I would say so. I would say she's really? not a football fan. That wow. she's probably got a little uh, crush for the uh, football player. <laughs> and who knows? If she if she excuses herself and goes into the other room, you better follow her. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> How about that for I'm, Saturday night? Hey, man, it's Saturday. We're letting our hair down here, apparently. Hey, man, all I'm saying to you is this, Rob. When every It bothers me in this aspect, seriously. When anybody just talks trash about combine numbers, where they always bring up the workout warriors who didn't pan out, like Mike Mamula's Mr. Combine Workout Warrior who was a complete bust, and it turns into, oh, it's just a waste of time. Why do I even do this? Why doesn't it work the other way? Why isn't it when Deion Sanders had this blistering 40 and ran out of the, I think it was the, was it the Hoosier Dome, the RCA Dome way back then? Why don't we look at that? Why don't we look at Calvin Johnson's blistering 40 time? Why don't we look at some of the strength numbers that certain guys put up? I got news for you. Speed and strength, they kind of matter in the NFL. Okay, so it's just extra information. Why would you dismiss extra information if it's, as if it's not helpful whatsoever? I'm just going by what I've talked to with coaches and people who just say that it's it just it very rarely, very, very rarely will, will change what's on the tape. That's, I'm talking to well, football Then why people. is everybody there? Because why is everyone there if it's nothing? They have to have something to do, and it's a chance to just, you know, talk face-to-face with some of these guys, which I, I get that part of it, but, but all the other stuff and, uh, you know, I just think it's overdone. I just think it's a hmm. made-for-TV made movie. That's what it is. Look, there's, there's certain aspects, Rob, where I would agree with you. I'm not – if I'm one of the top teams looking for a quarterback – I'm not going to draft Sam Darnold or steer away from Sam Darnold because of his vertical jump. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean everything there doesn't matter whatsoever. I'm not saying everything. I'm just saying that for the most part, in talking to NFL people like I have, and I gave mm-hmm. you one because I talked to him on the record on the radio this past week, Anthony Lynn. So I'm not trying to out anybody. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying yeah. if if – if I really talk to some people I know in the NFL, and I've been covering the league since 1987. I'm just going to put the age card on it. And mm-hmm. if they really told me that, man, the difference is i got to go to the combine because that's really where you determine who can play and who can't play. That's just not what I've gotten over the years. That's why I don't pay attention to it. And if it wasn't for 24-hour cable and an NFL network that needs something, they only got four months of games to put on, and they don't even have that many. They have to put something on. So I'm not trying to say that uh, before you had cable and all this other stuff, sure, some reporters went and they covered it, but it's not what it's been made out to be. It's just overblown. Well, I mean, I'm just looking right now at the Combine and Lamar Jackson's throwing and some of his drills are okay, others not so much. The accuracy has been a big Question mark for Lamar Jackson. Look that stuff all, matters. Look at all the that empty absolutely seats. Matters. Where are the fans? They didn't sell tickets to come in for the combine. There's nothing but empty seats there. I'm being facetious. They sell everything else. How come they're not selling seats? Why? Why are you being facetious I on don't this? Know. Why are you so down on the combine? Huh? I just can't. Football season's over. 
Do your draft. Foot, there, there's Do no such draft. thing as yes, the offseason in is. terms of sports it's, talk radio, yes. Rob Parker. This is 365, baby. NFL is king. The combine's important. It is. There's another guy, our producer, Gavin Kinzel, he was mentioning this right before the show started, and he was like, are you in on this Saquon Barkley is the best running back in the history of the game train <laughs> that everybody seems to be jumping on? And I just started talking to him about that, and I'm like, he's putting up some great numbers. And to your point, Rob, it's a mixture. Nobody's going to look at a prospect solely based on their measurables, solely based on 40 time, what they bench, without anything good on tape. It's when you have the good tape and the measurables to complement that. That's where you might look at a guy like Saquon Barkley, and the Browns might sit here and say, how do we pass this guy up at number one? If we do, we're still going to get a quality quarterback at number four. No, I get that. I just think that if you do your due diligence and you look at the tape and you watch scout the guy in person, I I just put more stock in that more so than just having a good day or running fast one day or even running slow one day. Maybe it wasn't your best day. Maybe it didn't feel great. If you didn't feel great that day and nobody's trying to look for excuses, people wouldn't admit it. Say you just woke up and you don't feel good that day and you have a lousy time. Does that mean you can't play or you're not a good football player? That's why I can't put too much stock into it. Would you but you don't put with, any stock into it, But would you it, agree seemingly. with that? If a guy is not feeling well and he goes out and does it anyway and he's not, maybe not the greatest day, does that eliminate everything he's done for four years or three years prior? No, of course not. It okay. wouldn't eliminate everything. No, but it works both ways. Let's use Saquon Barkley as an example. Put up some great numbers at Penn State, right? And then he goes out and he has this awesome combine. That boosts his value a little bit. He's going to be one of the top guys anyway. But it makes it even tougher to pass on him if you have the number one, number two picks right up there at the top, right? Now, if he went out there with, again, a good tape, great body of work at Penn State, and his measurables were down because he was sick, and, I mean, no, you wouldn't take him off your draft board. No, of course not. But would it be easier to pass him up at number one, number two? Sure. So it's going to make somewhat of an impact. That's, I'm not saying it makes the ultimate impact. I'm saying it makes somewhat of an impact. That's why, That's why. Oh, excuse me, I fell from the mic. That's why I love, you're all right. <laughs> Papa Bear was like, what the heck? He sounds horrible. <laughs> I was reaching for a pen, so I kind of slipped oh, okay. away from the mic. And gotcha. uh, yeah, that's what, I'm sorry about that. But I wanted to say, uh, Darnold not throwing, does that mean that you should uh, – Oh, my God, he won't throw it to Combine. What is he trying to hide? You know, blah, 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 and all that. I don't, I don't look at it that way. He said he's going to throw it at the, at the USC uh, pro, uh, pro Day. So I'm good uh-huh. with that. What does that matter if you see him throw there to his receivers he's been throwing to his whole uh, college career or just throwing to some Joe Schmoes at the Combine? Well, I look at it this way, Rob. I think it's a pansy move. What? But it's one of the very few pansy oh. moves in life that are understandable. Just, Let me give you my rationale at, I don't look here. at it as pansy because it's not really required for him to do it. It's okay, okay. I just think that Baker Mayfield mentioned this. Now, set the record straight. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. I don't think Baker go. Mayfield's going to pan out. I don't go. think he's going to pan out. And you're quoting but, him. Okay, let me, but, 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 let but me I'm stop just the presses and listen. He was talking to Steve Mariucci, which I was watching during the NFL mean, Combine coverage. Right, Mooch. Mooch, yes. And Mooch was asking him, hey, why are you going to throw at the Combine? And Baker said, I'm a competitor. I want to go out there. I want to compete. I like that. I would like Sam Darnold. I would like every quarterback to have that mindset. It still still does nothing to whether or not he's going to be successful 
whether he whether he throws in the combine or not. I just don't. Well, I don't look at it. I that just way. look at it like this, Rob. You're just you're risking millions of dollars. There's a lot riding on that. Let's no, just say, for I the think, sake of argument, it's no, it's true. It's true. Let's say Sam Darnold goes out there in the combine and he has no chemistry with these wide receivers that he just met at the combine, by the way, and he has a bad showing. He's inaccurate. The timing doesn't sync up, and his stock just drops a little bit. If he drops one, two, three spots, we're talking millions here, you know. So I think that it makes more sense to do that at your pro day with receivers that you're used to. It makes more sense to do it that way. I agree. I don't yeah. have any issue with the pro day with him doing it uh, with, with guys he knows. I think it's good there. So I'm I'm uh. Cool with it. You enjoy the uh, Pro Bowl. I mean, the uh, that's what it is to me. The Combine, Pro Bowl, whatever you want to call it, Junior Pro Bowl. Uh, if you want junior to do Pro a, Bowl. Junior Pro Bowl is what it is to me. Yeah, wow. There we go. There's the drop. How about that? So I got to get this because Papa Bear Ryan Smith, he's our technical producer. He's the guy who plays the drops. Where do you stand on this? Do you think that Rob's being a Debbie Downer here, Papa Bear? Maybe just a little bit. I understand where he's coming from, but uh, yeah, he's being a little hard on the NFL right now. I, I just, yeah. All I'm saying is if guys didn't want to participate, then what the heck is the four years of college and all the blood, sweat, and tears and all the other work, and you've talked to their coaches, and you've done all this other stuff, and then you still need them to, okay, if you want to measure them to see the height and weight, and okay, I got that. You want to talk to them in person, I got that. But the other stuff, I need I need you to throw the football and I need the receivers to catch in front of me. Uh, I don't know. I, now, I don't watch the Pro Bowl. Do they have uh, linemen come in and show me their stance and, and how they – their technique? Is that done as well? With what? What's the question now? The linemen. Do they do technique? And Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, so they, they watch – Yeah, the, they do blocking drills. They do all that stuff. Okay, like I said, I don't watch it. Uh, n- never been interested. Rob, in you're it. missing out, man. I just don't. You're I just a, never been interested. You know what? We're taking the show on the road next year. We're doing our show live from the combine. All right, so you guys enjoy that. That'll be the day that I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it it is great that we have our crew in uh, full effect on this Saturday, and we got so much to talk about today, Mister No. But, we uh, absolutely do. Papa Gavin Kinzel's our producer. Gavin, we got Papa Bear, the Sager. Steve He's with us as well. Yes, we got the whole crew in full effect. I love it. That's right. That's right. So we got plenty to talk about. I'm looking through my notes. I don't see anything baseball related, though, Rob. Are you going to check out from here on out? Uh, no, I'm a professional. No. I, got- I, actually, I actually have something baseball related for you, Rob. Oh, okay. That's all right. Good. Yeah. I, I just love- I've got a baseball related hot take for you, Rob Parker. Very nice. But I'll say this. Yeah. This whole... Um, NCAA thing, yeah. And President Mark Emmerich. I mean, talk about. Let's get into that. Yeah, I, yeah. I would love to. This whole not an option is. Oh, is that uh-huh. right? I mean, if you want uh-huh. to talk about fighting words and maybe pushing players towards trying to get a union and a whole nine yards and start to have some say, that not an option is all I would need if I were an NCAA player. Let's run into that. Let's go into that coming up next from the Geico Studios. My Mark Emmerich. As Rob just mentioned, the so, so the possible fighting words about players not getting paid. And just, we'll get into that. We'll dip our big toe into the, because we haven't talked about it, Rob, the whole uh, Sean Miller, 
you know, give me what's your, Arizona give, doing? Give me your gut on on the press conference. And before, you know, uh, a lot of people are quick, and I'm, I'm going to stop them because uh, before you just say because he denies something that, yeah. you know, that it's all over and ESPN's wrong and, and this and that, just remember Rick Pitino said all the stuff that happened to him <laughs> also I, was false, right, and didn't happen. Yeah. And uh, he's no longer the coach at Louisville. Just just be careful before you jump to that because someone denies something. I'll tell you what. I'll add to that, Rob. Coming up next, a couple of things. Just the mainstream opinions about Sean Miller and also ESPN's original report. There's two things where there are two very mainstream opinions, and I disagree with both of them. That's coming up along the way. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I'm Brian No. He's Rob Parker. Hang with us right here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian No and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. You gotta get to Hooters and try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many. Hooters, you're a big fan of wings. By the way, great segue here, uh, Rob Parker. Is you and I have we've dabbled with I don't yeah. know bets from time to time that involve certain gift cards. Yes, you know what I'm saying. As a matter of fact, I don't want to say anything, but one is in route. It is. It's in route. That's good. That's, That's good. That's based to... on Nick Fools throwing an interception in the Super Bowl. And it wasn't even his fault. That was a good it throw. It wasn't. That was a good it, throw. It really wasn't his fault. It was Kingslayer. a fluky interception. The Kingslayer, Nick Foles. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Rome fell that day. I'll never forget it. No, it did not. <laughs> Rome has not fallen. Yes. My goodness. What do you think? Olympus the Jets are the fallen. favorites to win the AFC East now because the Pats lost the Super Bowl? Yes. It's all over. No, stop it. <laughs> Olympus has By the fallen. Way, yes. That's Papa Bear's new pastime, Rob, is to randomly tweet, uh, text me something about Nick Fools and then put in all capital letters, Kingslayer. That's what he does now in his off time. Very nice. About that. Anything to rub Very you nice. the wrong way, I got you. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, you know, before we get to the NCAA real quick, you know, uh-huh. in about a week's, how, what is it, a week's time, you'll be married. Yeah, man. Man, congratulations yeah, you know what? on that. That is beautiful. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for the invitation. I can't Absolute make what? it. You're not going to make it? I'm not you make it sound like you're not going to be there. I'm not going to be able to make it, but I'll tell you this. Good that Lord, was very, very classy of you and Christina. Thank well, you. we were hoping that you could make it no, there, I'm man. Serious. But that, that was as you nice. know, Rob, it's um, it's 5 o'clock next Saturday is the wedding, and Central Time talking, and it's 723 Central Time right now, so it is less than a week. I wow. would be a married man. How about that? That's beautiful. I have one question, though. Um, what do you got? Will Nick Foles be there? <laughs> maybe, maybe he can be your best man. That would be it. And, and, and one other thing, Brian. Uh-huh. The honeymoon, are you guys going immediately somewhere or not? Or Yeah, right away. Okay, good. Going good. to the Bahamas. Oh, very nice. Woo. Yeah. Very nice. Well, Bahamas. All right. Now, I am transparent. So I am going to be using sunblock pretty heavily that week, Rob. I understand. I'm going to be a lobster. Yeah, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Don't go and get, you know, roasted, and then you're yeah. in pain and you're red like a lobster. Don't do that. Go yeah, and enjoy I'll yourself. i do that. Even when I went on my honeymoon, I put a lot of stuff on, you know, even though I got- Really? Yeah. yeah. I still you- had black guys to us to put it on. If you go <laughs> lay out in the sun, I won't look like a lobster, but I will be hurting. You know what I mean? 
Uh-huh. It'll, sure. It'll, oh, I got it'll you. get you. That sun is very, very strong. Will you guys it is. will you guys take a banana boat on the Bahamas Bahamas? <laughs> is that where the banana boat picture came from? Was it the Bahamas? I'll have to fact check that, but my That's memory, a great trivia question. Yeah. Where was the bah- the banana boat picture with what LeBron, CP three, uh D Wade and Mello, right? Yeah. That's the banana boat crew. And, and I'll give you this, Brian, one last thing on the wedding. Uh-huh. I was married. I got married in 1997. It's been a long time. I'm, you know, you know, I'm divorced. But I'll uh-huh. say this. Okay. I was the happiest man when I got married that day. No kidding. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. So I know it could be a beautiful thing when you meet somebody who you're in love with. It wasn't a. Uh, I was in like with her, and I thought, well, let me just go through with it. Nope. I was. My wife, ex-wife now, is the only woman. Ever that I ever said I love you to the only one yes outside of Nick Foles <laughs> he said woman <laughs> look at that oh, there you Papa go. Bear's <laughs> looking at me Papa Bear's looking at me going what he he says it every other week and trying to score I guess okay, right maybe you like this is a, maybe uh, your wife was the only woman that you said it to that you really meant it no to? meant it no I'm not buying that I'm I'm not kidding. I'm not saying that I didn't have women where I, I really cared about them or, you know what I mean, I loved them, but where I was in love, like, you know what I'm talking about, Brian, where you, uh-huh. when you get married, sure. when, you, when you want somebody to be your partner for the rest of your life. She was the only one until this, and, and, and you know, we've been divorced over 10 or 12 years. I don't even remember how long it's been, but still, she, she still holds that, that banner as the only woman. The only one. Yep. There it is, man. Um, well, hey, man, I hope you, you find the next one, you know? I hope you can say it again sometime well, soon. Well, we'll see, but I'm happy for you and yours. I really am. I think it's a beautiful I, thing when you when you meet that right person. Yeah, absolutely it is, and I appreciate that. I was telling you before the, the break, Rob, there are two mainstream opinions related to Sean Miller, the Arizona head coach, and this whole FBI situation, them looking into college basketball corruption. And I'm on the opposite side of this. Based on what you were saying, I think you're on the opposite side of at least one of these things. The whole thought of, well, Sean Miller, he really strongly denied the allegations. Therefore, so ESPN well, is this wrong. guy must be, yeah. Oh, yeah. He must be telling the truth here. He, did you hear what he said and how he said it? It's like, dude, how many times have we been down this road with I, I, anybody are, in sports? People are so gullible. I, and I, I'm, not yeah. say, I'm not saying I, don't, I haven't seen, heard the tape or whatever. Yeah. But I know one thing, and I worked there for eight years, and I know how they do their business, and they're not just throwing stories up. Dude, lawyers have to read it. You know what I'm saying? Brian, I, Brian yeah. I, they can't be that wrong. They just can't be. I, just, I would be stunned that they're 100% wrong. And after he even came out with it, what did ESPN say? They stand by Standing their reporting. By they, yes. Yep, that's what Schleybaugh said. I stand by the report. All I'm saying is this. I'm with you, Rob. I can't say here, sit here with 100% certainty and say Sean Miller is lying through his teeth. Right, or that he is That's my hunch, but I can't sit here and say that for sure. But what I will say is, just because he came out and strongly denied it, that's not enough for me to be like, well, this guy's clearly telling the truth. Right. Look at the laundry list. Rafael Palmero pointed at Congress and said, I never took steroids, period, or whatever. 
Lance Armstrong, Ryan Braun, Marion Jones. We the go list goes on, on and, and on. on and on. Yeah. And like I said, I brought up Rick Pitino, just to college basketball, right? Yep. I yeah. can go on and on and on. And people just, I don't know what, what it is about that. Is do they think uh, just because someone goes on camera and denies something, and maybe, I don't know, he could be playing a hunch. Maybe maybe they don't have the tape. Maybe yeah. they, You know what I mean? Like, like until they until they present the tape, maybe his lawyer just says, I haven't heard any tape. Where's the tape? Maybe the tape yeah. is going to be released. Do, yeah, do you know I, what man, I mean? That dude is, sure, he is all in Yeah, right you got to be he all really in. Is. Yeah. The other thing that's being talked about quite a bit, the mainstream Ray opinion. Rice was in, too, until they uh, uh, came yeah, up with yeah, the tape. Yeah, that's a good that's, How about that's that? A, that's a, that's a good point. Pete he Rose was. was all. Pete Rose lied for fourteen yep. years. Every, <laughs> everywhere he went, everywhere, he and, and all of his fans. Oh, baseball's done Pete Rose wrong. And then he had the nerve to write a book saying he did it after fourteen years of lying. That's why yeah. I, I, people kill me. Fourteen yeah. years of lying. I know that's the whole thing with Sean Miller that kills me where people are like, well, I mean, it was pretty convincing with what he said. Come on, man. <laughs> How many times? It's like, uh, I'll use Ryan Braun again. Ryan Braun said he would bet his life that PEDs never entered his body. Right. And he was lying through his teeth. And Aaron Rodgers, who's a good friend of Ryan backed Braun, him up once he, was. Right, backed yeah, him up. Said backed him up. And he turned out to be lying through he, his teeth. So... Just don't be convinced automatically that Sean Miller is telling the truth because he just was forceful with his denial. It should take way more than that based yeah. on what's happened in sports time and time again. What was the I'll second tell you the one? Other thing. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that coming up next, but uh, the first first things first, you know, my comments are secondary to Steve DeSager's comments here. You <laughs> oh, know that, very Rob nice. It was uh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers who once tweeted, I'd put my salary next year on it that Ryan Braun right. is, is oh. not lying. <laughs> oh, no. And, and, I totally forgot about yeah. that. But, Steve, do you have any other examples that we, we just mentioned about guys who came out? Oh, Pete Rose is a good one. Pete Rose, right? And, 14 years, he just kept saying he never did it. And the thing with Sean Miller is if you're so incensed and offended of the insinuation that this could possibly involve you – why does it take you six days to come out right. with a statement and Day then one. even then you read it? All that tells me is that you're yes. confident of your legal standing. Right. All, right. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. I agree, Steve. You should have said day one. That is a ridiculous story. It's not true. Why didn't you coach last Saturday exactly. night? Why did you exactly. leave the team? Why? And why did he say it was the best thing for Arizona that he didn't coach? That's right, because I don't want to be a distraction. Well, what? Your, your press you conference, the final week of a season, trying to secure first place might be a distraction then. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it, it, Absolutely it, it, ridiculous. It is, and we've seen so many that it's just you just shake your head. Well, guys, uh, after we get to the basketball scores, I'm going to get to the Razzie Awards. You know, we got Oscars tomorrow night. Yes. The rain here in L.A., we've had a couple of days. It's going to stop. It's going to be clear for Oscar night in Hollywood. But tonight... The worst in movies of the past year have been honored. We have some award winners for you in just a moment. We were talking about Arizona, ranked 19th in the country this week. They have struggled at home against lowly Cal, but with a minute to go, Arizona does up the lead to 65-53 over California. Now, uh, it's under a minute to go in that game. Nine minutes left. Number 24, Middle Tennessee at home is losing to Marshall, 56-54. North Carolina at Duke, a top-10 matchup is underway. West Coast Conference quarterfinals in Vegas tonight. Big Ten semi 
semifinals at Madison Square Garden today, and Michigan beat number two Michigan State 75-64. Eighth-ranked Purdue over Penn State in the other semi, 78-70. In the NBA, yes, we've got Boston at Houston coming up. Quite the matchup, but... We also have Memphis at Orlando right now. People, Orlando is 19 and 43. Memphis is 18 and 43. Memphis with the worst record in the league for the moment, and they've lost 12 straight games. And of course, it's tied in the third quarter, 66 all at Orlando. How come that's not the marquee game on yeah. ABC tonight? It's, uh, every time I, I, every Saturday night, uh, it's either uh, the Cavaliers. Or Houston or Golden mm-hmm. State. I don't. Is there a four-team league or yeah, is there Boston, something I'm missing? Oklahoma City. Yes. Yeah. Am I right? It's yeah. the same teams every Saturday. Night. Apparently, they can't flex out and go to Memphis, or Orlando, <laughs> like Sunday night. What do you want? The kids. Suns? You want the Suns tonight? <laughs> yes. <laughs> At Utah Sacramento games, just hanging out there. Nobody took it. Uh, anyway, we get to the Razzie Awards now for the worst in movies, and the one that really swept the awards, you could say, worst picture. Worst director and worst screenplay, the animated Emoji Movie. Now, What a shocker. The, the, the movie Coco, which got great reviews, could win the Oscar for animated feature. That got a 97% score with all the reviews combined on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie, Emoji Movie, got a 9%. With wow. With over 100 reviews combined, it got a 9%. And yet... It grows close to 90 million in this country, over 100 million in other countries, so they'll keep making crap like this. But the Razzies, three awards, congratulations, and worst actor for the year, Tom Cruise in The Mummy, worst actress, Tyler Perry. <laughs> Medea Halloween, wow. boo too. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, did not want to go see that. Uh, what is that? Uh, Tyler Perry's done all those movies. I know. Sugar, Talking about gross. Papa Bear, yeah. you've seen all of those, right? Medina. No, what? I have not. I'm just surprised. I'm just surprised. That was racist. No. Oh no! No, wow. no. <laughs> no I'm just surprised that the Last Jedi didn't didn't get any hey. awards for the worst movie of the year. Hey, by hey. the way, that hey. is up for four wow. Oscars tomorrow, people. Well, what did hey, he do? Hey, Steve, Steve, if you would have said that, it would have been racist, not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You can that's, say I it. Can that's say right. It. That's it's what? like becoming Jewish for the jokes. Exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like on Seinfeld, yeah. right? I'm Jewish now. He's a convert. <laughs> it's Brian, though, and Rob Parker. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I'll tell you the other mainstream opinion with the feds and Arizona and Sean Miller and all this stuff that I'm not a part of, Rob. It's this thought of, well, ESPN, they had to revise their timeline twice. So, I mean, it's clearly BS, right? It's like, dude, that doesn't mean, I can understand you being, you know, it's a red flag. Maybe you're skeptical about believing everything else. Okay, fine. But to chalk everything up to be completely inaccurate because they've had to revise a couple of things is way too much of a leap. Uh, Absolutely. And for people who do uh, this kind of investigative journalism, it's very hard to piece it all together. And maybe you don't have everything exactly right. Do you know what I mean? Because you're going through sources and people are trying to hide stuff. It's not an easy thing to do. And that's why most people opt not to do it and are out of the business of investigative journalism because it's hard. And you put put your company at risk. Do you know what I mean? You do. Yeah, The mouse is at risk. Every time you put out a piece like that, same thing when they did the Michigan State stuff with Mark D'Antoni and uh, 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 Tom Izzo. You know what I mean? When you do that. So 
Uh, everything doesn't have to be perfect. It's the idea that what you got is right and not wrong. And if somehow, some way, ESPN is wrong, it will damage their brand. There's no doubt. It if, absolutely if, It would. will damage yeah. their brand. No doubt about it because that stuff's supposed to be checked, double-checked, triple-checked. This isn't about uh, saying there's a trade and it doesn't come off. Do you know what I mean? That's totally, <laughs> I know it. That's totally They're different. saying he was on the other end of a wire exactly. conversation by the feds. Yes. You know, that's not something you can get wrong. It just bothers me where if I were to make a statement and then revise it because I made a bit of a mistake— it doesn't mean everything else is inaccurate. No. You know what I mean? If I said, let's take the Rockets tonight. They're playing. If I said, James Harden, Chris Paul, and Lou Williams all play for the Rockets. And then I'm like, oh, wait, wait, no. Lou Williams is on another team. It doesn't mean, because I revised my statement, that James Harden and Chris Paul don't play for the Rockets. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's the same concept with the ESPN timeline. Yeah, they've had to revise it. That doesn't mean everything else in it is wrong. And the gist of the story is still that he was on the FBI wiretape. Am I right? If if yeah. that proves to be right, no matter what, you talk right. about some of the other stuff, that's the gist of the story to me. It absolutely is. And that's what Sean Miller is disputing, you know, saying didn't happen. That's what he's disputing. Exactly. Most. So that's where yes. we are. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Let's get some calls in here. Let's do that. You know, Let's get Chris. He's in Connecticut. What's going on, Chris? Hey, how you doing, guys? Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Chris, um, we're in Connecticut. Um, actually, I'm in Southington, actually, but I've, um, I used to live in Bristol right next to ESPN. Okay, I was going to say, there. yeah, when I was working there and I went to Southern Connecticut in New Haven. So, oh, awesome. and, I know, yeah, and I know Southington, so I know all of it. Oh, great, actually. And I know you like wings. So I, did you ever go to Jay Timothy's? You know what? I did, but my favorite, actually, in Connecticut, wings <laughs> over Bristol. There you go. That was I, I had that delivery like once a week when I lived in Am Bristol. Am I right? Oh, my God. I'm serious. Brian, no. Wings over Bristol. Wings over that. Bristol. Second only to Hooters, right? Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Hooters Jay is Timothy, great. Some of, Jay Timothy's, if you ever come to, to Connecticut, some of the best you'll ever have. Yes. But, um, well, I, I, was talk, I heard you guys talking about Sean Miller, obviously, and the scandal that's hit the NCAA. Do you think, obviously, everyone's saying, oh, they all get paid, just no one knows about it? Is Sean Miller going to be the ultimate fall guy here where he's just going to have to take the brunt of all this for a lot of other high-level programs? Because, you know, Duke, North Carolina, Notre Dame, and a lot of, um, you know, Blue Blood schools were on that report. Or do you think is this just the first domino and other coaches can be implicated in a sense? I think that this is like, to me, only from the standpoint of how it started and how it picked up steam, like the Me Too thing, the Me Too. Yep. I believe hmm. that, you know, like first – First you get a guy, and then all of a sudden, you know, the FBI, it's an ongoing investigation. You don't know what they have yet. The, the other stuff hasn't come out. You don't know who else's True. phones have been tapped. You don't know what other guys have, have, have rolled over, you know what I mean, to save their bacon. You just don't know yet. So trust me, there are a lot of coaches and assistant coaches and guys who are involved in it who are shaking in their boots waiting for the other shoe to drop. Because I don't believe I, it's just one guy. Obviously, but it, it kind of feels like right now, Sean Miller, like I said, has to be the fall guy and has almost taken the brunt of this for all those other schools. But one of the things they talk about, how can we clean up the NCAA? Do we need to pay players? What if they just got rid of the one-and-done rule and went back to how it used to be? So you don't mm -hmm. just do rent-a-player for a year. And yeah. you know maybe there's not as much speculation of paying players because the guys who really can play at the next level, like Jason Tatum last year, 
or the guy in Arizona, or obviously Marvin Bagley this year at Duke, can go right to the NBA rather than you know be persuaded to play at a certain school for one year. Well, we we appreciate that, Chris. We appreciate your call. We'll dive into that a little bit more, Rob, because I know you have some thoughts on the one and done. I've got some thoughts on it as well. Let me just say the first portion of that, when he's talking about Sean Miller being a fall guy, essentially, I don't know how many head coaches at major universities would be dumb enough to be on the other end of a conversation where they're talking about a $100,000 payment for a star player. I I agree. We talked about it last week. We did. So... They, the feds say they have thousands of of uh, hours or thousands of minutes of wiretapped conversations. I don't know how many of them are going to have like a high-profile coach, Tom Izzo, Coach K, you know, Calipari. Do you think Calipari is dumb enough to be on the other end of the conversation? Like, yeah, what do you want? You want it in cash? Where should I deliver the drop? You know, like, right, he's right. not going to be that dumb. You would think not, but... Uh... I don't know. I don't. Uh, could you slip up that much? Wouldn't you be talking on your burner phone, right? Not a right. not a a, <laughs> a pay for a minute phone. You know that that that's not registered to anybody, right? It don't yeah. have to be that. It can't. It can't possibly be your real phone. It would be yeah. like it would be like Tiger Woods giving his side piece his real phone number. Oh wait a minute, <laughs> that did happen. It'd be like a bank robber <laughs> robbing a bank without trying to camouflage his face, right? Oh wait a minute! What are you that doing, did dude? Yeah, <laughs> right. Goodness, gotta take some precautions over here. Crazy. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That's your phone number. Coming up next, what Chris was asking: if the one and done was no longer, how much of a positive impact would it make? It's Brian No and Rob Parker right here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian No and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Rob, I've been hearing a lot. Goodness, there's another mainstream opinion that I completely disagree with. I'm not trying to be go-against-the-grain guy no, just I to know. be. I know you just don't feel yeah. it. I'd love to hear what this one is. It's the whole one-and-done thing. Okay. That's what I hear all the time. Like, well, if they get rid of the one and done. what? So, like, when they could go straight from high school to the pros in the LeBron, Kobe era, no one was getting paid then. There wasn't one oh, yeah. cent oh, that's, yeah. no, that no, no. exchanged I, hands. I agree with you. you. Know? That, that's not going to stop. That's not going I'm – not, I'm not against the one and done because of that. I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a simply against the one and done because I just don't – I think that's one of the black eyes on David Stern's uh, – career as NBA commissioner because mm-hmm. it was unjust. It's it's there's no reason for it. You know, some people even call it uh, 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 Jermaine O'Neal back then. This goes back to 2005, Brian. Uh, Brian and mm-hmm. he even said it was racist from this standpoint. No other baseball, you go to the minor leagues without college, tennis, golf, Michelle Wee. How old was Michelle Wee? 16? 15 on the tour, uh, Steffi Groff was 14, 15, whatever it was. Where did this come from that that you have to go to college and you have to be a certain age to play basketball when you're sending people to war and all these other things that we that we just but, – but to play basketball? And it was the only place that I saw people pushing back on what I would call a prodigy. 
if you got a nine-year-old well, who's good enough to play in a band or a movie or anything creative, you don't stop that person. I got you, but to say it's racist is a stretch to me for a couple of reasons. If you look at the NFL, you can't go straight from high school to the pros. Why can't you? There have been a couple of guys who have been completely ready to do that. There have been some that have been ready to do that. But I'll tell you this, Brian, again, and and I'll I'll stand on this, their whole body's not developed, they're going to get hurt, all that is all BS. And okay, I'm, but that's the thing. No, no but, one has said that it's racist. It's flat out yes, racist yes, yes. what the NFL no, rule no, no. is. No, no, no. Both are because it's only against the sports that are predominantly black. And yes, yes, it is because they don't have that rule in any other sport. Steve Eisenman was on the Red Wings at 18 years old in the National Hockey League. No other sport, Brian. And it's the only two sports that are majority black and majority to make the college's money off the backs of these kids. You cannot convince me. If there's a kid who's 18 years old, who's developed, who's good enough, who's strong enough to play in the NFL, there's no reason that he should not be drafted. Now, if the general manager and all the general managers don't want to draft him because they don't think he's ready, I respect that. But why do they have a rule to do it? They have a rule so that they could utilize on the backs of these kids in the in the college basketball and college football. Well, you answered most of it right there. That's why it's not racist. That's why it's not just a black thing. First off, in football, yes, the the percentages are more black than white, but there's a much higher percentage of white in football compared to basketball, right? So the point is, people don't say it's racist in football because there are war, more but white the only, people yes. on average than in, than in the NBA. But this is but go ahead. Go ahead, Rob. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, but in all the other sports, there's no such thing. You don't stymie a prodigy, and that's my point. Don't have an age restriction minimum. Let the let the the marketplace will determine that if they're not okay. going, you can't do their job for right. them. The kids can't draft themselves. Brian, are you right? But this is what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm saying with the NBA rule. Look, I'm I'm not Mister. This has got to be the way, and this is the right way. I'm fine without a one-and-done if you want to go straight from high school to the pros. But I push back when someone says this is flat-out racist. Well, how come it what doesn't, it is, how come it doesn't happen green. in— How come it doesn't it's, it's happen not just in about the other— black. But I'm asking you in the other sports. How right. come there's no—why why would they tell Michelle Because well, I'm just asking you. Okay, like female golf— how yes. can you compare female golf just based on popularity compared to college it's basketball? It's not about popularity. It, it, it matters. Nothing to do it, with matters. It. it doesn't matter. Rob, doesn't. I'll tell you it matters from this standpoint. When you're talking about the NBA draft and the top prospects, you're familiar with these guys. You're familiar with them because they've at least had one year in college basketball. You are much more familiar with Kevin Durant Everybody after one was familiar year at with, Texas. with LeBron James who didn't play a minute of college and basketball. And that was the vast, vast but, but exception that's my point, because though. his high school games were on TV. But my, you know? point, my point is that you don't need a rule. Let the GMs do their jobs. If the that's kids fine. Let, I mean, let look, them you do can their convince jobs. Me. That's fine. I'm I'm not Mr. The one and done is the right way and it's got to stick around. I'm just simply telling you how this got brought up. Saying get rid of it as a way to fix all the college corruption and guys getting no, paid I, under I'm the not, table. I'm not saying That's not I the agree way with to you. Do it. I agree that yeah. that has nothing to do with it. And the shame of it all, when you talk about the one and done and what David Stern did, is that he got the players, the NBA players, 
to roll over on the young kids. They did it. The current NBA players did it. Hardcore combine breakdown next. (laughs) You know, I love our intro music for each hour, Rob Parker. This is nice. And the beat goes on, right? Yeah, it sounds... I want to know what song it is. It is. That's what it is. Right? Isn't it, is that isn't what it, it is? Isn't it the is it the Commodore? Not the Commodores. Who is it? Uh, it's and the beat goes on. I can't remember who it is though. Come on, you don't know Papa. Bill? I don't know that, who it that is. That would be uh, Sunny and Cher. No, that's a different no. and the beat goes on. <laughs> hey, that's, that's what happens when a millennial googles that song. Googles. No, but, but Google that uh, and the beat goes on. Do do do. Because oh, it's, it's got the, a Miami feel, like the, the whispers. The, the whispers. We can't forget the whispers. That's right. The whispers, right? Yeah. And is that the time? Is that they the name a of the song? Of a, yeah, and the beat goes on. A right. bit of a one-hit wonder, but yeah. No, they have had a few other. That's songs. what the song is. When did that song come out? It sounds very new. I say seventy-eight. Well, this. YouTube, oh gosh, that this, can't be the song that's this, being played on this our YouTube intro. YouTube videos from twenty ten, so it's not that. Uh, what? No, the, the whispers <laughs> is not from twenty ten. Are you kidding me? I'll tell you what I'll do next hour, Rob. When it plays, I'll shazam it. So it'll be like, all right, everybody, be quiet for a second here, and then we'll try to get the answer that way. How's that? Okay, I'm. All, I'm telling you, yeah. it came out in the seven. Nineteen seventy nine. What did I say? Seventy eight. Come on, man. I was that out can't dancing be to the that. the same song though. Yes. It doesn't sound like late seventies. It sounds like Almost. in the two thousands easily. No, that that I knew that that was the song. I remember. I remember dancing to that. In your bell bottoms. Yeah, I gotta see. <laughs> I, I gotta see a YouTube video or something to you be will. convinced. You'll of check this. that out. Okay. I'm, listen, Rob, I know you know music very well. You've sung many songs on this show I know, before. too many. <laughs> but I just want to hear it. It just sounds so new, that's all. Sounds very, very new. Doesn't sound like late 70s to me. Yeah, not But dating. I'll tell you what. We've got a hardcore combine stuff to go through. I just, we don't have stuff upon stuff, but there's a couple of things to hit on, Rob Parker. You were very animated about the one and done rule, so I didn't have a whole lot of time to tease something. So I just said hardcore combine breakdown next because i know that you're out on the combine you know what i mean so <laughs> no it's i'm not out on a combine i still would oh like oh my gosh are you kidding me I, this is this is the thing rob i don't know why you do this you will talk all this trash about tom brady or lebron or the combine and then when i say oh you're out on these guys you're like i'm not out i'm, just, I'm not out on the combine whatever do you mean by that i'm i mean if you want to talk about it i'm here i'll i'll uh, back you up whatever you gotta okay. do How about this story? I find this interesting. Shaquem Griffin, he's a linebacker prospect out of Central Florida. Went to UCF. Very good linebacker. He only has one hand. He had a disease that prevented the fingers on his left hand from fully forming and fully developing. So his hand had to be amputated. His left hand had to be amputated when he was four years old. And so he's at the combine. He used a prosthetic hand and he did 20 reps in the bench press. He benched 225 20 times using a prosthetic hand. Hand. What do you think about that, Rob? That's awesome. What an inspiring story. Yeah. It really is. It's amazing, too, because he initially wasn't invited to the combine, and it was a big deal. But he got there. He showed out in the bench press. He did, he did many more reps than a lot of prospects, by the way. Orlando Brown is a great offensive line prospect out of Oklahoma. He did 14 reps 
<laughs> you got Shaquem Griffin did 20, man. Wow. You can't get out-repped if you're a stud prospect O-lineman. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But it tells you about uh, what an inspirational story the other way. Yeah. I mean, look, in 2018, Rob, are we going to get if, if Shaquem Griffin is picked low or isn't picked at all, are we going to get into some sort of debate about him not having a hand and that's the not that's not the right way to evaluate a player like that? Is there going to be anything along those lines? I don't think so. I think he I he's, he's already played, right? He's played college football. So obviously yeah. they got tape on him. Was he effective? He had to be effective if he was on the team and, and even for him to even be at the combine. I, I heard you say he wasn't originally uh, – Asked to come, but he did get there so people could take yeah. a look at him. And I'm sure there's some tape for them to decide on whether or not uh, he can play. Um, who was the uh, kicker who had the longest field goal for the longest time with the half a foot? Oh, yeah, Dempsey. Well, That's right, Dempsey, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Gavin said, was that Ray Guy? Listen no. to this. Ray come Guy's on. a punter, what man. Was it, come what, on. What was his name? Was it, what was his first name, though, Dempsey? Uh, Rick, was it? That was no, Tom. I don't know. Tom. Tom Dempsey, yeah. right. Tom Dempsey. Played you, in the whispers for a little bit. You know, no. <laughs> but you know what? He, I'll tell Block you one foot. thing. He was he was pretty good at uh, landing chicks and during his playing day. He used to tell them. <laughs> oh, is that right? Is that what yeah. Tom Dempsey was known for? Yeah, because he used to tell Half them. Half a foot, 63-yard field goal no, and women. He used to tell, right. He used to tell the women that he had a foot and a half and worked for her. <laughs> Listen to you. Listen to you, Rob Parker. Unbelievable. You <laughs> Sorry about that. Leave it to my man Rob Parker here. Good. We are coming to you live. That was pretty funny. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car Papa insurance. Bear. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Brian, you appreciated that, didn't you? I mean, come on, It was on, funny. It, did, it reminded me, because <laughs> Gavin sent me a video. Actually, it's the um, the tweet tonight for the show, promoting the show. Yep. And it just says, is the NFL Combine a waste of time? Brian Noe and Rob Parker on opposite sides of, on this one. Where do you stand? And he has a gif of Shamarco Thomas who a few years ago at the Combine, he fell after running the 40-yard dash. That's the gift that he has. And so I didn't recognize who it was. And I said, who was it? And he did a search. And Chris Jones, Chris Jones, when he was at the Combine, he ran the 40, fell down afterward, and then had to make a wardrobe adjustment, oh, if you will. Because the junk came out was fully out yeah. yes fully out a foot and a half fully of it. out oh, yes <laughs> fully out rob parker now he was he was on his stomach right like he fell down he was on his stomach oh stop what the what <laughs> no people? it's all right you don't have to dump any of this papa bear settle down Just it's all pc down. here it's, PC. it's, it's all right happen yeah it's okay <laughs> and so he's like laying down and you just see him kind of make a little, a little right. adjustment right there then they show the other camera angle. And there's a lot more going on really? with the other camera angle going on. But yeah. they show it? They actually show it? They did. Oh, man. It, did show it fit in the entire widescreen, too. Stop. <laughs> but shouldn't they watch it call before they put that on the air? And, and they, aren't they supposed to look at it before they go over to that A angle? delay or something? I don't know how that works. Yeah. I don't look, know. It was 2013. They were trying to get viewers back in on the combine. <laughs> Is that, there you go. 
Unbelievable. <laughs> was it bedazzled like Janet Jackson? Was this a publicity stunt by Chris Jones back then? I think I don't, he, I don't think he would want that publicity stunt. Yeah, but we you got to see that video, Rob. Okay. I would ask Gavin to tweet it Gavin. with the Fox Sports Radio account, but I that like probably my, wouldn't go down as yeah, well. I like my job, too. Gavin, I yeah. want to see it when uh, during the break. You'll show it to What's me. What's wrong yeah. with you people? I just want to The see Chris it. Jones video. Okay. Really? Just to clarify. Just, just to clarify. <laughs> hey, hey I, I do want to say this to you, uh, and, and I know we're talking football and we'll get into some other stuff, but- Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you changing the subject from football, no, Rob no, 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 no. No, it's okay. But I, I want to hear it. Go for it. The Cavaliers are down- uh-huh. To the Denver Nuggets at home, 99-84, still a couple minutes to go, three minutes to go in the third quarter. I saw a tweet of yours this week talking about the Cavs. And and I, people, were after they won their first two games, went crazy over the trades and, uh-huh. and where they are. And now all of a sudden, doesn't look as good. That, uh, that euphoria over the first couple of games has worn off. And they don't look that good. No, they don't. They don't look good right now. It was a knee-jerk reaction right after the trade where it was like, oh, wow, look they, at this. Because they beat OKC in Boston. So everybody said, oh, there it is. They're fixed. Look at these young, energetic guys. And now I'm looking at it. The only games they've beaten, the only teams they've beaten recently are like the Nets and uh, uh, the Hawks and Memphis. <laughs> well, it's the same story still, Rob. It's defense. You know, right. the Nuggets have 99 points. There's two and a half minutes left in the third. They're, they're going to have... Well into a hundred, they might have a hundred and twenty, right? They could. I mean, that I mean, might be a little bit much. No, no, no. I meant for <laughs> but, the game, for the game. Oh, easily. Right. You kidding me? Oh, yeah. Without thinking about it, they're going to have one twenty. They're probably going to be closer to one thirty. Mm. The Nuggets by the time this game is over, which is crazy. Yeah. At home is what this is not in Denver. This is a home game, right? Yeah, for the Cavs. I'll tell you what. How about this? Because the Celtics are playing right now. And anybody else in the East, is it? could you make an argument that it's better for the NBA to have anybody but the Cavs in the finals? I, I believe that where most people don't. They still want to see uh, the fourth edition yeah. of Golden State and Cleveland. I still think it's going to get there because it's uh-huh. hard to beat a player of LeBron, LeBron's caliber four times. You you could beat him. Sure. If it was a one game, like, you know, college basketball, a tournament, it, I, I'd say this even about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan would not have six championships if it was single game elimination. Anybody can lose a game. To try to beat those guys four out of seven is very difficult, and that's why I believe that Cleveland will wind up being there and – They'll lose again, and I, I, I said this week on Undisputed, I think they'll get swept by Golden State. Last year was a five-game series. I think they'll get swept this year. That's the big, the big difference between what they have now compared to what they had. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked by it at all. They're just not in the Warriors' even zip code right now. They're not even close. Unless there's some catastrophic injury for the Warriors. Right. If there's an injury, uh, yeah. all, all bets are off. But I'm just talking right, about right. if they stay healthy and this Cavaliers team minus the Stars, Kyrie yeah. against the Warriors, people, he averaged 28 points against them. Tw- yeah. 28, what do you make that up? Yeah. I, I mean, I just think that no matter what, I think the Warriors are towering over anybody else in the East. And I still I agree with you what you're saying about the Cavs and all the 
the question marks and all the the holes that they have. But there isn't anybody else I'd be more interested to see than LeBron again for like a fourth installment. I would love to see, and I just I just don't think it's going to happen because of Hayward and and Boston. This is their first year, and they totally people don't understand the team that won last year that won the East is totally different. I think they have eight or nine new players on the roster from a year ago. You know that was with Isaiah Thomas and those guys. So mm-hmm. when you when you look at it, it's going to take some time. And maybe it's next year that Boston's ready. Do you know what I mean? But I don't think that mm-hmm. they're ready this year. Um, I don't either. Um, the Cavs haven't been bulletproof, so it wouldn't completely stun me if the Celtics were able to get to the finals. I'm not calling that shot. I still think it's going to be the Cavs. But just in terms of interest level, I'm just asking myself and everybody right. else that. Let's just say it's Warriors versus Cavs or it's Warriors versus Celtics. Unless you're a Celtics fan, you're out of the running on this one. You're just an NBA fan, and you're not a fan of either the Cavs or the Celtics. Are you telling me you're that much more excited to see the Celtics in the finals compared to the Cavs? I don't think you are. No, I think it would be good for anybody else to get in the finals only because of what we've seen like in the history of the league. History Mm -hmm. of the NBA. How old is the NBA? Is it 90 years old, 85 years old? How old is the NBA? I don't know the exact year, but it's old. It's okay. <laughs> it's been but, around for a while. But this is unbelievable that, okay, 71 years it's been around, Brian. And this uh-huh. last year was the first time in the history of the league that the same two teams met three years in a row. It had never happened. Right. Never. So four in a row is, you know, we're, the path that we're on, it's amazing. Just think about that. It had never happened in 70-some-odd years. Yep, just for three. Now we're looking toward four. I, I'd be shocked if the Warriors aren't in it. It's going to take a major injury. But you know what's even crazier is you would think that it would be the most unwatchable product if it happens for a fourth straight year, but it really isn't. For some strange reason, the the top teams, it wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, Bills, Cowboys again? Like I can't do it. I just can't do it. It's not like that with the star power that's... That's there with the Warriors and Cavs, well, right? Uh, yes, for two reasons. There's yeah. a whole LeBron James fans that are crazy about him and uh-huh. are going to watch him regardless. And then you have a big anti-LeBron who would Absolutely. love to watch him lose. Am I right? That's right. That's, so, That's right. So there you go. There's your numbers. There are people right. who would love to watch them lose again and then say, yeah. those are the Michael Jordan fans who will say Jordan was 6-0 and and LeBron, if he loses this one, goes to what? Three and six? Three and six? Three and oh, six gosh. is it's right. And you don't have close to the same dynamic with the Celtics, the Raptors, anybody else you want to throw in there in the East. All right, we got the Oscars music. That's my bad. By the way, by the way, can I say this? No, I can't say this. I was instructed by Gavin not to say it. Don't say it. So I won't say it. I won't say it. He said in my ear, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it was another show sometime within the last three months, not ours, Rob, where the the break didn't come on time. That's all. Okay. Anytime all. now. Anytime. That's all I'm going to say. All right, coming up next with the Geico Studios. A major college football rule change could inspire a major NFL rule change. Are you a fan of either? It's Brian No and Rob Parker right here on Fox Sports Radio.
It's Brian, though, and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Great news. It's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. This is a Papa Bear staple. This song makes an appearance on every single episode, Rob Parker. Do you realize that? No, I did not. Yep. I like it. It's fine. I don't have beef with it. I just, I'm curious what it is. Do you know what that is? Besides a cut that happens to be on your wall that you play, Papa Bear? The Jizza Liquid Swords. Now you've been educated. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That is a, yes. I guarantee you, Rob, think of me next week when I'm not here. Yes. When that music is played, think of me. I will. Think I'll of me when that happens. I'll be thinking about you next weekend anyway. Big day. Is it going to be full-blown baseball talk next week yes. when I'm not here? It's going to be baseball <laughs> central. How do you know? Baseball central. <laughs> I've got a baseball hot take to get to this hour. Yeah, I can't wait I'm for that. I'm going to do that. Yes. Yeah. How about this, though? Speaking of in the football world here, there's a proposed rule change. The NCAA, they're thinking about changing something on the kickoff where you could fair catch a kickoff that doesn't go into the end zone. And you could start at your own 25-yard line. What do you think about that idea? So so give it to me again. What what would you do? What would be the difference? Instead of, okay, instead of the ball going in the end zone yep. and you down it and start at your 25, you could fair catch it anywhere on the field and start at your 25. So let's say they kick it short and it's you catch it at the two-yard line, right? You just call for a fair catch and start at the 25. Why are they doing that? Safety. A lot of injuries happen on kickoffs. No, no. So they're trying kick, to reduce the number of kickoffs. Kickoffs are really what, what uh, one of the biggest issues. I totally agree. Like, if you could eliminate those hits and guys going 100 miles an hour, you know, that's that's where a lot of people get really hurt. I, it would reduce a lot of injuries, there's no doubt. You could just forget the kickoff and just everybody starts at the 25 or something. Just stop it. Is that what you want? I want safety. I want people to be okay down yeah. the road. That's what I want. I mean, I hear you. It's I just, do. It's, I really do. Look, man, I love the kickoffs just from an entertainment standpoint. I love this way, Rob, where even take Super Bowl 52, for instance. One of the more overlooked plays happened at the end. After the Eagles scored to make it 41-33 and they kicked off to the Patriots, they kicked it short. And the Pats tried that reverse that didn't work, and they right. started at their own nine-yard line. That was a huge play. If you can start at your own 25 with a little less than a minute to go, at least you got something to work with. You start at your own nine-yard line. And don't forget, Brady wound up throwing that ball into the end zone, the, the final play, right? Right, right. But it was fourth down. They, they almost didn't get a first down initially when they started at their own nine. Right, right. It took them, it ate a lot of time for them to just get to the 25. <laughs> they could have started there, you know? So if this rule goes into the NFL, that play, the Patriots just could have called for a fair catch, which they would have been dumb not to do because the time, you can't eat up the time. That's what you could do. So I think from a strategic standpoint, I like where it's at in the middle right now, where in the NFL, for instance, you could just kick the ball a mile out of the end zone and have that opponent start at the 25. Or you can kick it short and try to pin them deep. I like that strategy. You're eliminating the strategy if you say, well, you can just call for a fair catch. 
Yeah, it's a tough it's a tough road in in uh, college football football period trying to figure it out and not to bastardize the game, but try to make it safer for yeah. people. It it really is a tough a tough thing to do. It just is, and you don't want to take the whole game away, but you want people to be safe ultimately, and yeah. they're going to have to do something. You've seen the numbers of just the uh, peewees and some some um, cities around the country banning tackle football until you're in high school. If you, I mean, mm. they're voting on it now. They're telling you you can't do it even if you want to or you want your kid to play tackle football. By the way, Rob, how about this? The Cavs make it a big comeback. Cavs are only down by four right now. Less than eight minutes to go hosting the Nuggets. And the Nuggets have 110 with uh, eight minutes to go. <laughs> eight minutes to go, man. A buck ten. Wow. It's way too much to give up. They might they might pull this game out, but they got to fix the defense. Did I overhear a bet being made between you and Gavin? <clears throat> yes, sir. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Your man. Does it have anything to do with the Spurs <laughs> leading the Lakers twenty-one to nine right now? Anything yes. to do with that game? I, Gavin, you could you could pull out of the bet right now. Instead <laughs> of giving me the twenty-five dollars, uh, I'll take twenty right now. If you just concede, um, you can't concede based okay, on principle. Okay, right now man. I'm looking at me? yeah. It's only a ten-point game. Plenty of time left. First okay, quarter. I'm just I'm gonna stick with it. If it, how much would it have taken for you to consider backing out of the bet, Gavin? If it was like a twenty half off, wait, wait, what do you mean? Like if you if okay, right now twenty five dollars, it's, it's twenty five dollar bet. So if if I said if you give me fifteen right now, we we could just end the bet. No, no, because I think I'm going to win this outright. Right okay, now. you're wow. you, you would be getting out of it. He's Meshuggah. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's Meshuggah. You, you would the- be getting out of this one. Listen to that. Yeah. That's a Laker fan for oh, you. No, it's- I'll tell you what, man. You Laker fans, goodness. Dude. You know what? One of the first things Gavin said to me before the show started, Rob, he was like, Lakers are back. Yes. And he was being halfway facetious. There's no doubt. But I'm like, what are you talking about? And then they're what, back. And and then like, well, they're not as I bad s- as they once were. I'm like, that, exactly. that's not good enough for the Lakers. You realize what the standard is for the Lakers? No, for five years at least, they've been terrible. I'm and, saying by them being back, they're just not terrible. They're, and and I, not, I, 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 that's what I, that's I all Gavin, I'm yeah. saying. I asked Gavin to give me the record uh, that team against the good teams, five hundred, you know, over five hundred and below five hundred. Give me, give me their they record. They had some good wins. That they've had a few, but a lot of their wins are against Phoenix, are against uh, Atlanta. Go look at the wins. I mean, I keep looking, and they must have an unbelievable record against teams under five hundred. Because they've beaten, they've won all those games. Got to take advantage of those terrible. No, teams. I agree, but I'm just saying, be careful before you think that they're all the way uh, back. They just haven't had enough yes. quality wins for me. Exactly. Well, all exactly. I'm saying, they're like 16 and seven since January. They're playing really good. But lately. give me the, who have I, they beaten, and give me those 16 okay, wins. I will I get you, you to that. do that. I will get you that. I'm gonna I'm gonna compare Gavin and Laker fans who are saying the Lakers are back to a college football team. I think you'll agree with this comparison, Rob. I don't want to lead the witness, but I think you're going to agree with it. As someone who I always agree with when he's doing the updates, Steve DeSager. Very nice. <laughs> sure you do. Thank you for the intro. And again, I absolutely agree. Well, these, I mean, a good 96% okay, of the there time you go. at least. I think I heard yeah. the word always there. I could be mistaken. Okay, all right. Maybe, hey, you know, hey, Steve, yeah, how, right. how crazy is Gavin to bet me on the – Lakers winning in San Antonio. And straight a, up. and a tw- Straight up, no points, and a $25 bet. 
a gift card. In other words, the $25 gift card he received in recent weeks, he's just putting that up. He doesn't <laughs> mind. <laughs> what was the spread on that game? Did you guys even look? I, I, no, we didn't. We, we didn't just even went look. We just, went, we just went on the game. Now, if you do want to add the spread now, I will entice that. Uh, no, I, we're I not adding okay. a spread. Okay. So you can I'm get curious what it that. was. I'm going to have to look that up. San Antonio without LaMarcus Aldridge still with the sprained ankle, but L.A. without Brandon Ingram, strained hip, and an MRI coming up tomorrow. Spurs ahead 21-11 at home late first quarter. You mentioned the Cleveland game at home trailing 115-110 with under five minutes to go against the Denver Nuggets. Denver is eighth in the West, half game up on the Idle Clippers for the last playoff spot in the conference. LeBron James has 15 assists in this game to go with 21 points. Each team shooting 55% from floor, as you mentioned, each team well over 100 already and almost five minutes to go. In a battle of the bottom at Orlando, the Magic got a win. 107-100 against the Grizzlies. Memphis has now lost 13 in a row. Late first half, Celtics lead at Houston, 56-54. Houston's won 14 straight. And 10 minutes left at Miami, the Heat ahead of the Pistons, 82-75. In college basketball, number Boy, two. Boy, that Blake Griffin trade really worked out. <laughs> Is he still in the league? I haven't um, seen him Unbelievable. Recently. Remember, he did, they, had to, they had to bump the first three or four games. Everybody was going crazy. Now they can't win a game. Yeah, as far as the Cavs, you talk about bumps after the trades. Somebody had tweeted quite sarcastically in the last 24 hours, you know, as soon as Kyrie comes back, I think the Cavs will be just fine. People need to chill. (laughs) Big Ten Conference tournament going on this week because they want it in Madison Square Garden. It's just not available next week, the Big East tourney at all. So semifinals today, and number two Michigan State falls to 15th-ranked Michigan, Wolverine 75-64. Tomorrow, Michigan's in the final against 8th-ranked Purdue, which eliminated Penn State 78-70. West Coast Conference quarterfinals in Vegas tonight. Number six, Kansas lost 82-64 at Oklahoma State. Number 18, Clemson lost 55-52 at Syracuse. Texas in overtime beat number 20, West Virginia. Florida beat number 23, Kentucky. Marshall with a win at number 24, Middle Tennessee. Continuing proof every weekend that the rankings mean nothing this year. The first 20 are as good as the Mm. next 20. There is a top 10 matchup early second half. It is North Carolina leading at Duke 42 to 29. And finally, guys, we have an all-time record set in the NCAA. Somebody from Eastern Washington made his 74th consecutive free throw this season. That sets the NCAA single season record. Of course, you know the man, uh, Bogdan Blizniuk. Yes. Wow. <laughs> 74 <laughs> straight. There was a Yahoo article in recent years that had college basketball's most unbreakable records. This free throw streak was one of the 10 on the list. It has been broken. By the way, their top two on that list in college hoops history. Number one, UCLA winning seven straight national titles. Number two, <laughs> Pete Maravich's career scoring average, 44 points a game for his career oh, at LSU with no three points. With left. no threes. That, I was just going to say, Steve, that's the most impressive thing about that, with no threes. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, to me, Jerry West averaging 27 points a game for his career in the NBA no threes. Now, only question I have, does that guy shoot underhanded like Rick Barry? Well, I did not see any video of the Eastern Washington win over Northern Arizona. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the update, Steve DeSager. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Your best free throw shooting streak of all time, Rob. What do you think you you could top out at? 
Maybe eight or ten. I'm I'm not a great free yeah. throw shooter. Yeah, eight or ten. What about it's you? Not a bad streak, though. You know, yeah, I could make. I could probably could make eight. I used to try. I when I did radio over in Albany, New York, there was a basketball court right across the street from me. So when it was nice out, I'd just go over there and shoot some hoops, you know? Nice. And I'd see how many free throws I could make in a row. And I don't remember what I topped out at, but I was around 20, maybe, something like that. High teens. You it's rem- tough. You remember those days. Those are the great days when you were young, you weren't making any money, and shooting basketball <laughs> would eat up the night in Albany, right? New York, right? Just eating like Snickers bars yes. or Top Ramen before you go to bed. Yeah. Nothing wrong nothing with, wrong that. with that. No, not at all. Yeah. Not when you're young like that. Why not? And you're no. doing something athletic. Yeah. I said that I was going to compare Gavin and certain Laker fans who are saying, they're back. They're back. It's like, to me, Rob, it's like Miami Hurricane football fans when they were off to a little winning streak this year saying, they're back. They're Do you realize the standard for both Miami Hurricanes football, where they were, the Los Angeles freaking Lakers, where they were, you can't say that a team that's, what's their record right now? They're, they're sub 500. How can you say they're back? They're like six games out of a playoff spot. By the way, it's already been cut down to four points I'm looking at. Uh, is it? It's 27-21. Uh, okay, now it's six. So, <laughs> But, but <laughs> either have... way, my, my point in all that is just how they're playing in the last month and a half. And all what I'm saying as a Laker fan is if that is that if that is that an anomaly or is that going to continue and they're actually progressing because then that is what leads me to say they're back that they're on their way to becoming like next year they get Paul George their playoff team easily. You understand that? You understand the difference I, I, here, Rob? I, I guess if making the eighth seed or seventh seed, right? Is, right. That's not the Lakers. That's not what that's I'm not, not the comparing Lakers, man. them to Lakers like the. The Showtime Lakers. I'm saying over the since like Dwight Howard was around, we haven't been a good team. So it's been a long time. That I, I that's all I'm I, saying. Okay, but you can't you. say they're back. You could say they're okay, on their way. I chose, that's fine. There we go. I chose my words poorly there. Okay. Okay. Not the most egregious of. I still. I'm still waiting words. for the the wins and, and the uh, against good teams and bad teams. I well, can't I can, wait. I you know I can tell you that since January they have beaten the Thunder twice. The Celtics, they beat the Spurs. They they beat the Pacers. The Spurs who had four starters out. I mean, come the on. The Pacers. They did beat the Pacers. They are a current playoff team. Mm-hmm. So, how about that? We'll also, I bet against if, them that game, actually. If they actually. beat the Spurs on the road with plenty of starters, including former Laker Pau Gasol in, it's a good win. Of course, if they win a And you would deem game. them what? On their way, I hope? I'm just saying that. Everyone trying to doubt this core and trade Lonzo and all this stuff. Right now, Julius Randle, you got to re-sign Julius Randle this offseason. So I'm just saying they're they're looking good right now. Hopefully it continues. Not saying they're they're going to make the playoffs even this season, but well, that team that's that's uh, on its way back or back gave up 30 points in the first quarter. So that's there you go. Very yeah. nice. Cavs are jealous of that. That's a great defensive performance. Yeah, 30 points. Very yeah. nice. Currently. By the way, what type of soup would you guess that J.R. Smith threw at, at assistant Damon coach Damon Jones? Yeah. Uh if it was if it was lobster bisque, I would open my mouth and try to catch it. <laughs> <laughs>
J.R. Smith I'm not is not. You. He doesn't seem like a lobster biscuit. <laughs> no, guy. it was like chicken noodle or probably something. Oh, like I that. love chicken noodle right? soup. Chicken that's one of the only soups so I actually oh. do like. Oh, it's and tremendous. And you know what? You know they call it Jewish penicillin, but I'll tell you, chicken noodle soup. If you're not feeling good, oh, you got to go with that. Am I right? Right on the spot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That's what one of my mom's tricks when I was a kid. When I was sick, was chicken noodle soup. It was saltine crackers. Oh yeah, ginger ale. And I, I think Seven Up. <laughs> oh, Seven Up. Seven we used Up to do is the ginger ale. Yeah. Oh, dude, worked like a charm. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. But like, how can J.R. Smith throw soup at an assistant and get one game? How? He must have missed. Yeah, maybe he didn't get him on. He didn't. He it must have been something. <laughs> Because normally they took into account how delicious the soup was and or, cut down the suspension, or how hot it was. You know what I mean? Like, really, <laughs> okay. that's a dangerous thing. Imagine if he threw some hot soup in Damon Jones's face. Maybe Campbell's is a sponsor of the NBA, and uh, you know, is that what it is? <laughs> no, By the-, the way, quickly, Rob, while we're talking about the Cavs, they've only given up twelve points to the Nuggets in the fourth quarter. They've played nine minutes, right? Right. So they're on pace to give up very few points in the fourth quarter, which shows you they're more than capable of playing good defense. They just aren't committed to doing so. I agree, and it starts with LeBron. Even that really terrible stretch, LeBron had the worst plus-minus in the NBA. If, I just, just think about that. He had the worst plus-minus for six weeks. I mean, it's just like he stopped playing. And what do you mm. think happens when the best player stops playing defense? Everybody else follows suit. If he's not going to play defense, did why you say I? they follow suit or follow soup? Suit. I said suit. Oh, okay, all right. I was just making sure. <laughs> but but I don't the the throwing soup. And then can I tell you a real quick Damon Jones story? We're yeah. Not, all right, real quick. This is the kind of yeah, guy. That's okay. Was. There were other shows that went over, so we're yeah. Allowed. That's cool. Yeah, the, yeah. This is this is what kind of guy he is. When he was with Miami. After the shoot-around that morning, the team I was covering, I was walking back to my hotel, which is right across from the arena. So I was walking instead of driving. He's driving his car. He sees me, blows the horn, and gives me a ride to the hotel. Oh, that's awesome. How many guys would do that for a reporter? There's a lot that wouldn't. Am I right? Like He could have just kept driving. I wouldn't have been mad. I didn't even That's, know who you, it was. The way you were telling that story, I thought he was going to flip you off. Nope. He, and that's just the way you were telling the story, and he, he did the opposite. That's awesome. Yep. I thought it was really yeah. nice and classy. Back-to-back threes by the Nuggets. They have 121 now, up by 7, 145 mm. to go. This is going to be a bad loss if Cleveland doesn't come back and win this. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Gavin just said Lakers only down by 4. Right. What are the chances, Rob, you take a discount of the $25 gift card oh, bet? Oh, no. This is a if home... the Lakers go up by this, a decent margin. This is a, huh? home, this is a home game. They're going to win this game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. The offer is going to go right. away then, but right now. Nope. <laughs> Coming up next from the Geico Studios, we play a little game of who is lying. It's Brian Noah and Rob Parker right here on Fox Sports Radio. Brian Noah and Rob Parker with you here. Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. Great news. It's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. So, Rob, we've got a classic scenario 
of who's lying here. Okay? And and real quickly, the Cavaliers did lose. Did you see the final score? But they did lose that game. And uh, I do want to hear later on in the program from Cavaliers fans who are all in on Clarkson, uh, Nance, uh, who uh-huh. else? Hood, and um, uh-huh. and who else? Uh, who am I LeBron James. Who's the other guy? Um, George, yeah, who was the George other guy Hill. George Hill. George Hill. George Hill. We're all there, in yeah. on them, and now that team is righted. That's all I want to hear. Cavs fans who still believe they're okay now. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. I like that. Passion from no, you. No, I just. I, Anti-Cavs passion. It just, it just was ridiculous. It was prisoner of the moment. They won the first two games, and everybody said it was all fixed and everything's great. I just, I never saw before, Brian, just a ridiculous amount of people jumping on two wins in the NBA. Two wins? That means nothing. By the way, look at the very similar records between those two teams right now. Cavs have 36 wins, Nuggets with 34. 34 in the West, by the way. Right. The Nuggets, it's the, the shame of, I guess, the West in a way is that the Warriors are so good and the Rockets have had a great season that there are a lot of other teams that have had really strong seasons and we don't even blink, you know? Don't even blink. It's, don't even talk about them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, In terms of the game of who's lying here. Yes. By the way, people are more than welcome to chime in. 877-99 on Fox. Cavs related or anything else, feel free. But the game of who's lying here, Rob, it involves Lamar Jackson and ESPN. I'm sorry, NFL Network. I'm so used to ESPN being at the center here because of the Sean Miller thing. I know. <laughs> but it's it's NFL Network. So there were multiple reports on NFL Network suggesting that Lamar Jackson um, was asked to participate in receiver drills, right? Lamar Jackson says that never happened. So we're trying to figure out who isn't telling the truth here. And there's a legitimate um, possibility that was raised. This is on Pro Football Talk. And they raised the possibility of agents representing other quarterbacks saying, well, you know, they they asked him to run receiver drills this week. <laughs> you know? And all of a sudden it creates this back and forth, a little bit of controversy. Maybe, maybe some teams walk away from Lamar Jackson and – Whatever, it creates this feeling, and maybe he drops a little bit. There's no you doubt about it. You think that might be the case? Absolutely, that you could plant the story to, to take him out of the mix from a team taking him. That helps your quarterback guy when you hear that other teams have already no interest in him as a quarterback. Then you got to second guess your thought that maybe he was on your board as a quarterback. So you think you would throw – you would back the thought of – Another agent representing another quarterback floating this fake story out there. Absolutely, and that the maybe the NFL Network bought it because something like that I could see. I, okay, I, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, Jackson just saying it didn't happen, or if it did, I would make a stink about it. That that uh, you know what I mean? I right. Would, I would make a stink right. that that you know they had the nerve to ask me that, but he says that they didn't. So, I'm going to believe him. I mean, there's no way that I can see the NFL Network just making this up. I'm just not saying, like, hey, I'm not dude, saying you know what would be up. funny? I Let's agree. Just, yeah, right, right, right. No, no, no. Right. I think if 
if it were between the two, NFL Network or Lamar Jackson, I think it's much more likely that Lamar, who gets ticked off as a competitor, that he's being asked or his name is being associated with playing wide receiver or anything like that. I think it's very believable that he might brush off something like that if he were asked by a team to do those drills. Right. And I and I don't blame him. I mean, guy won a Heisman. You could just say, dude, either you want to draft me or you're going to give me an opportunity or you're not. And I'll, right. I'll live with that. But I'm not changing my position. I'm not doing right. it. I, I, That's fine. But, but you understand what I'm saying? I think the pride factor might come in. Let's just say for the sake of argument, somebody did ask him to do wide receiver drills. And then Josina Anderson or any reporter comes up and says, hey, Lamar, did anybody ask you to do wide receiver drills? And the pride comes in and is like, no, 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 nobody asked. No, I'm a quarterback. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. I just, I just think, I just think there would be a little bit more to that, um, just for him to to just say no. Right. I, I think there's a little bit. You know what I, I mean? To just, to yeah. just, to just kind of fluff it off. Up next, NCAA President Mark Emmert has said a lot of stupid things. Is this the dumbest statement? Oh, yes, Brian, no, Rob Parker hanging out with you here on a Saturday evening. I believe you're right, Rob. I think it is the whispers and the beat goes on. Yes, there it is. That's the music you're hearing right now. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, we apologize because you don't know what the heck we're talking about. But it's very nice music. It's kind of uh, kind of funk, right? A little disco-like. Disco, Would definitely you disco, it yeah, because it's the 70s, late 70s. That, that was the disco 92 days. That was a station I used to listen to. <laughs> it just puts you in a good mood, though, you know? Now, I do. I love heavy metal. I love rap. I love a lot of music that it's aggressive, right? Right. It's not exactly cruising around with the windows down with just a smile on your face. Like, I'm just happy to be here today. You know, This is the music, the whispers. It's more like that. I should put more of that in my playlist, Rob. Absolutely. You know? I'm I- not going to get rid of metal and rap altogether. No, no, but- no, no. you got to mix it yeah. up anyway. You should... There's so many great songs and artists. It's good to mix them all up. I, I have everything going. We'll meet in the middle, Rob. You throw a little Pantera in your playlist. I'll throw the whispers on mine. That would be good. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm open. There we go. I like that. I like that. All right, someone who's not open, smooth transition, that would be NCAA President Mark Emmert in terms of paying the players. And he had said something about it being a non-starter, the thought of paying players. Not an option, quotes, right? I thought it was not, yeah. right? not an option. Yeah, non-starter, whatever, Okay, right around that. Uh, he, it was a 45-minute phone interview he did with the Associated Press yesterday on Friday. He said that, quote, I haven't heard any universities say that they want to change amateurism to move into a model where student-athletes are paid by universities and universities are negotiating with athletes for their relationships with the school, I would be surprised if the commission came forward with that kind of recommendation, end quote. Your thoughts when you hear all this stuff, Rob? I think he's living in, a, in another world. I think he's totally out of it. He's still thinking that they're going li- to work uh, the same that they've always done, business as usual, after this blows over. This is just the start of it. He, he might be out of a job. I mean, I, I think he's totally off base and in left field. I think that he's not going to act until he has to. Right. Everything, that's that's all, what I think. All yeah. changes are like that. Nobody just 
oh, turn turn something over to somebody. You got to fight for it. You got to be willing to fight for it. That's why I think that right. the players need a union and somebody to represent them. You know how yeah. you you know how you stop you know how you stop this from going on. You boycott the NCAA tournament, right. and then the all final of a sudden, four. will you yeah. get will you get if, their attention all of a sudden? Oh and, my gosh! And they got to yeah, pay. What happened with women's hockey? Yeah, with the they, U.S. women's right. hockey team. They were like, we're not playing, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, wait a minute, here's. Here's some cash for right. you guys. That's, as it turns out, like <laughs> that's all it takes. If yeah, if, if the NCAA has to turn back some of that eight point one, eight point is it eight point one or eight point eight billion dollar deal? If they have to turn some cash back, are you kidding? And and sponsors and all that, and it's all set up, and they decide not to play. Yeah, I guarantee you, things will be different. Just that simple. I'll tell you what, Rob. We talk about how many teams it would take in the Final Four. It, it would take one team. But if it if the same two teams were playing one another, and they just said we're not playing, you know, even if even if they made the game up, or would they just have to say we're not playing altogether, Rob? Let's say it was a day or two later. You know, would that have would that get the ball rolling in terms of the players getting paid, or they just have to not play? Whatsoever. No, just just the idea that they're on the same page and players are willing to sacrifice their moment in their college history to change things. Do you, that's uh-huh. all you need. I'll give you another example. Do you remember the Donald Sterling situation when LeBron James and others said that they weren't going to play playoff? They w- wouldn't play playoff games if he still was the owner. And what mm-hmm. happened? He was gone. He was gone like that. Yeah. Magic Johnson, he made some strong statements too. Exactly. And all of a sudden, they heard LeBron and some players are talking about not playing playoff games, and all of a sudden, that thing happened overnight. We had never seen that happen. Yeah. Because you're going to cut off the money. They would have to pay back ESPN and ABC and all the places, TNT and all the playoffs. They would have to uh, turn that money back. Whenever, yeah, whenever, yeah. You, whenever there's money involved, that's how you get things changed. It's just as simple as that. You could be a principal. You could talk a big game, stop people from making their money, and you get their attention. It's real simple. Right, it is. There's something else that Mark Emmert, a couple other statements, but he talked about an Olympic model where you get paid if you have endorsements, right? He said that might be the next thing. It's getting serious consideration inside the context of college sports is, uh, you know, you think about, we always talked about jerseys being sold in bookstores and those players not getting a kickback off of that, right? right? Or anything to do with a commercial, anything that you could get money in your pocket for, Olympic-wise. Think about all the commercials. Remember, who was the, the speed skater? Oh, no. What was the guy's name? He had all those yeah. endorsement deals. Was it Michael? I know who you're talking about. Apollo. Apollo. Apollo Ono or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yoko Ono? Yeah. Yoko or the Ono, snowboarder right. Sean White. What was the guy's name? Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Right. We're in the neighborhood. Well, it's the baseball. We're turning two here in baseball. We're close enough, right? <laughs> like All those dudes getting endorsement deals. You can see that in college sports. Um, That's a step in the right direction. Cool with that. You just have to. We've talked about it many times, Rob. We don't need to belabor the point. If you're raking in billions of dollars, it's absurd 
for the players not to receive some cut of absurd. that. Absurd. It just is. It, it, it's, it's absurd. Brian, just think about it. How? Where else? It, that's why I say that the NCAA is this far away from being organized crime. I, I just, I've never seen anything like it. I'm serious. It is unbelievable. This, to me, is the most laughable statement from Mark Emmert. He's talking about March Madness, Rob. Listen to this. He says, I hope that it's possible that we can remember these are college kids playing a game that they love and that this is a moment of their lifetime. Let's give them their due. This is really, dude. Yeah. Like you expect us to believe that you don't, I don't know, stand to benefit greatly. It's all about the kids, not us, not the NCAA. No, 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 not us, them. This is their moment. Let's not let these FBI probes and all this other stuff ruin their moment here. It's all about the kids. Really? And this is this is the problem, and that's what they prey on. Remember, as individual kids, not a part of a union or, or someone who could explain what's going on and what you could get done together, unified, those kids look at it, and it's their moment. They don't want to give it up. Do you know what I mean? And that's how they – That's a, Divide and conquer. If everybody yeah. thinks it's their moment, and you don't want to, you don't want to be the one to give up your moment and your time and your college thing, and 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 not participate in the Final Four or the uh, NCAA uh, tournament. Do you know what I mean? But if you mm-hmm. if you realize what you could do and the impact you could have, it totally changes everything. And that's why the players need to be unionized. Someone needs to speak for the players. In one singular voice, someone needs right. to show what major league. When major league baseball players said, "What? Oh, what? You're going to lock us out and all this? Mm-hmm. Then we're not playing the World Series." Who has the upper hand in in baseball? Owners or players? It's players when they're willing not to play. Absolutely, you the whole always thing. have yeah. it. You always yes. have it. Well, and it's look. We've heard a lot of. You ever see the movie American History X, Rob? Yes. It's with Ed Norton. I, I, I never saw it, uh, but I know what it's about, and I've seen yeah. clips. It's a, yeah, it's a very heavy movie, but there's just too, a too line that I was me. referencing. Too heavy it's for very, me. It's incredibly heavy, but there's a line where Ed Norton says, there's a lot of hard talk around here and not a lot of follow-through. And that does pertain to student-athletes. There have been a lot of hard talk of, hey, we need this and we need that. There have been signs. Remember the Wisconsin player that held up a sign saying that, I don't know, he was starving or something? We've we've heard a lot of that. Right. You know? But you've got to have follow-through. You have to have action. You have to. It's like Texas Hold'em. They always say aggression wins. If you make a move and you make your opponent have to decide what, like with all of his chips on the line, you have to put that decision in front of him, and a lot of times they'll buckle. The, the players haven't done that. They haven't come close to making Mark Emmert and the NCAA make a decision for their chip stack, right? That's what they need to do. They need to stop talking and do something. Right, 100%. And they can get that changed, and Emmert will be talking a different tune when you, Absolutely when you threaten and follow through and say, we will, we will not participate in your money grab that we get no nothing of. You got a, yeah. a eight billion dollar money grab off of our backs. Coaches are getting millions. 
Everybody's getting paid. Schools get the chunk of the money, right, that they divvy up. Everybody's getting paid except the players. Yeah. If they do their impression of the U.S. women's hockey team, Mark Emmert's singing a different tune. (laughs) Much different. Much different. Let's go real quickly. We've got Matt in Arizona. You go ahead, Matt. You're on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, guys. I appreciate it. Love the show. Uh, Hey, I get a lot of what you're saying, but I'd like to bring up a few counter arguments, if you don't mind. Sure. Yeah. Okay. First off, we're looking at this like these guys are all there to be paid, right? Isn't it enough of an opportunity for most of these kids to be getting, on average, twenty to fifty thousand dollars? No, no, it's not enough. No, it's not. No, it's not. I just did you hear what I just told you about the CBS deal? Eight billion dollars? No, it's not enough. Billions. How many of these kids are actually be getting a cut of that pie? I mean, you might be right about the elites. These guys getting gypped, but uh, and I understand injuries and all that, and it can really screw some of these guys over. But I'm saying for the average college athlete, I think a college education. Maybe I sound like some sort of academic. We're not, we're not, but that's not what we're talking about, Matt. You can't put everybody on the same level. Everybody isn't bringing in billions, right? Everybody's not the same, and and I get it. If you want to say that for swimming or basketball, where nobody shows up to watch those events and they're not on TV every night, that the kids miss of three weeks of classes because they're playing in the NCAA tournament. That's totally different. It's professional. And, and if you told me that, the, that, the, that they were playing on campus and, and there's no TV deal and the game's on broadcast, maybe I'll buy into the education part, but not at $8 billion. I'm not buying into that. Okay, fair enough. Another, well, how do you propose doing it then? Yeah, it's a great idea, Pam, but how do you erect, how do you, you got to figure, hey, you know what? The same way that they figured out how to pay everybody else. You know what? It's supply and demand. Why do some actors get $20 million for for a movie? (laughs) Why? You know how much you're worth? Matt, you know how much you're worth? You're worth what someone's willing to pay you. That's what you're worth. If somebody wants to pay me, uh, $3 million to do this radio show every Saturday, that's what I'm worth. If they want to pay me a, 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 a $1.75 an hour, that's what I'm worth. That's what you're worth. Right. right. But that's the thing. That's the sticking point, Rob, is let's just say they were paying you that. Would you have something to say about it? What about let's say you made a a, a buck seventy five an hour. Would you just say, well, okay, but I guess that's all right, or would you be like, what? No way! <laughs> you no. would stand up for yourself, when right? I found out so, that uh, the commercials running here were five dollars, five hundred dollars for thirty <laughs> seconds. Then I'd have issue. Now, if the commercials right. running were three seventy five, I'd feel fortunate. <laughs> three, I mean, but the three point is, you would, you would stand up for yourself, yes. and you wouldn't take that. So it partially to blame, believe it or not. It is the players. It's not just the NCAA. You have to look at the players you're and 100% say right. you're allowing it. Ab- yeah. Absolutely, Brian. One hundred percent. The players yeah. in the NBA screwed you with the one and done. They that's a collective bargaining agreement. They couldn't do that. And, and you know that if you took that to the uh, Supreme Court, Brian, uh, uh, age. I'm talking about not being in a collective bargaining. Guess who would lose? The league would lose. You can't tell somebody they can't earn a living. You couldn't. Well, and I'm just saying from the, st- the player standpoint, the Final Four deal again. You know, if you just said, we're not playing until you pay us. Or they did something. The, the concept is, 
you know, if I were making one seventy-five an hour, a buck seventy-five, I would stand up for myself. I wouldn't allow that to happen. You need to have the same thing with the players to get results. You have to take action instead of just talking. All they've done is talk, right? Right. They haven't taken action. The Northwestern players—they're trying to take action by forming a union. Right. It's going to take stuff like that. You got to do doing things, the right not thing. just talk about they it. They were trying yeah. to make it happen, and it—it right. it didn't go through. But people should take a look at that. That's really. You got to be represented. That's the biggest thing. You can't be individuals trying to take on an organization. That's an, that's an L. That's a loss. Yeah. You can't yep. do it. All right, coming up next, speaking of Ls, there are three quarterbacks. I am down on all three of them for different reasons. We're going to find out if Rob says thumbs up or thumbs down on each of them. I'm Brian No. He's Rob Parker. We're live from the Geico Studios here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian Noah and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Great news. It's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. There are three highly publicized quarterbacks, Rob Parker. I am down on all three of them for different reasons. So you're a Debbie Downer now. That, that's I, what you are. At you're least the with Debbie these three Downer. guys. Yeah. Why are you so. You're supposed to love college football and be all into these guys, and now you're telling me. You're down on them. Well, I'm not. They're not all three college football players. Oh, okay, I thought. Okay, I, so you just mean in general. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There are two college guys, one NFL player. All right. One okay. veteran. So we'll go. We'll go player by player, and you tell me, Rob. You tell me if you go thumbs up or thumbs down. If you're optimistic, pessimistic on them overall. Okay. We start with Lamar Jackson. I got a text from Nick Wright. Nick Wright is the technical producer. For the previous show. So when his shift is ending and our show is beginning, Rob, Nick Wright and I will will talk, you know? Go back yep. and forth. We'll talk about a few things. I got you. He great, sent me a text. Guy. Great guy. Oh, he's great dude. Great dude. He sent me a text because we were talking about Lamar Jackson briefly. And he says, I am all in with Lamar to the Chargers. And I just replied, no. I'm all out on Lamar being I'm all in on Lamar being out as a QB. <laughs> it's just I put it in a funny way. I got you. I, but why well, I was serious. I there are te- there are rumors about the Dolphins drafting Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield. I'm not down, I'm not high on either guy, Rob. I just don't see the accuracy consistently enough from Lamar Jackson. And I don't see Baker Mayfield being an elite passer in the NFL. I just don't see it. Are you up on one of the two, both of the two, or are you down on them like me? Um, I, I don't know if they're going to be Aaron Rodgers, you know, or anything like that. But I think both deserve an opportunity. Obviously, Baker Mayfield's going to go high. Uh, I'm I'm cool with both of them getting drafted. I don't have any issue with them. They've done their, you know, body of work in college. Uh, and I think they deserve an opportunity. And you know what? Maybe they don't pan out. Maybe they're not as great as they are. But there's a lot of bad quarterbacks who are on rosters who got opportunities. I don't have an issue with it. I don't look at it like that. I just think that they should they be quarterbacks and have a chance? Absolutely. That's fine getting a chance. That's okay. You see what I'm saying? I'm just saying if, if you put yourself in the shoes of, a, let's say you're a diehard fan of a franchise that desperately needs a quarterback, what have you, the Browns, 
the 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 Jets, right? Some of those teams gotta have a gots to have a QB. You got nothing right now. The Arizona Cardinals don't even have one signed, right? You'd be happy. You'd be like, yes, Lamar's gonna take us to the promised land. Is that how you'd react if they drafted him? Well, but there's a lot of, uh, you know what I mean. There's a lot of guys who have come along who are supposed to go to the promised land that hadn't happened. So I don't, I don't really. You just want a guy who's going to be good and give you an opportunity or a chance. I don't look at it that way because I know mm. how hard it is. There's a there's a lot mm. of guys who've been. I mean, when people got uh, Jameis Winston, right? They thought, okay, here we go. We got our franchise quarterback. They're no closer. That last year was better than this past year. Would you agree? Last year, I, I think Jameis is going to be really good. Right. I think, but that- it's been five years now. How long has it been? Four years. I've been a couple. The Jameis Mariota draft. Yeah, it's only been two years. I think he's been in there three now. Is that right? Yeah, he Let was drafted check. in the uh, 2015. He was drafted in 2015, so he just yeah. So he's got three third. years. So he's yeah. got three years in. Hmm. Yeah. I, don't I mean, know. look, man. I I just don't see it. I don't see it. I'll eat my words. I'll happily eat my words. If Lamar Jackson pans out, if Baker Mayfield pans out. That's going to be great for the NFL, especially with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's a lightning rod for controversy, just the way he goes about his business. And look, the way Lamar Jackson dazzled us in college, if he's doing that in the NFL, it's going to be huge for the league. I'm not rooting against it. I just don't see it happening. I don't see it recreating itself on that level. Only problem I have is your football uh, IQ and your you know taste for quarterbacks. You told me that uh, mm-hmm. Nick Foles was Nick going Fools? to no Nick Foles was was going to <laughs> wet the bed in the Super Bowl and what did he do? He outplayed Tom Brady. That's what he did. So he didn't outplay Tom Brady. He, sure he played Slayer, King Slayer. No, he he didn't outplay him. He outplayed him. No, he didn't. Papa he did not play a guy who threw, five, who threw for 500 yards. It's not yards. about yards. Stop it with it, the yards. He threw the same number of touchdown passes. It's about, it's about the throws Listen he made, you. Papa Bear. Listen to you. Was that not one of the most unbelievable performances you've seen in the Super Bowl? Oh, it's my easy gosh. Really? Yes. <laughs> easily. Easily. And also, when it came down in the clutch yes. moments Listen to of you the guys. game, Nick Foles didn't choke. Tom Brady did. No. Yes, he did. You guys are being crazy. You're he, crazy people again. No, this he, is what our producer, Gavin Kinzel, warns us about in each commercial break, which is Papa Bear was squawking to me about Spygate earlier, and he goes, please don't bring this on the air. <laughs> like, <laughs> he knows where this can go. He knows. Yeah. He knows all too well. We're not going there. Look, okay. okay uh, he he fumbled the We're ball. Already there. And we don't know why he fumbled We're the already ball. There. Because apparently there was too much air in the football. Because Shaq Brady Mason couldn't block. It. No, Brandon Graham. He's got That's baby why. hands, and there was too much air in the football. Look, 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 look. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to the how we got down this road here. Okay, this was a cheap shot by Rob Parker to question my ability to. It wasn't Just appraise quarterbacks, basically. Because you're telling, <laughs> you're telling me the quarterbacks you don't like, and you didn't like Nick Foles. That's a fact. You went on this on this show, and you buried that kid the Saturday Look, before the Super Bowl. I you stand buried by, I stand by what I say about Nick Foles. I, there were two things. I said that he wouldn't get it done against the Patriots. That was completely wrong. Anything can happen in a one-game scenario. But I will, what I will never back off from is Nick Foles being a legitimate franchise quarterback 
that you could build around. He's not that guy. It, who cares? Great. He played he against the Patriots Super fantastically. He won a he Super Bowl. He, that's that's all that matters. That's all yeah, that matters. Good for Come him. On. That's awesome. But going forward, there's nothing that he did against the Patriots as great as he was that game, and I take nothing away from him. He's still not that guy going forward. Doesn't matter. He played a good game. It doesn't on matter. On the biggest stage. Doesn't matter. It does matter. No, it doesn't. It does. Because if you're if you're a team, would you rather have Phillip Rivers or would you have Nick Foles? I'd rather have Nick Foles any oh, day gosh. of the week. Yeah. Any right. day of the week. All right. Over you're out of yes. your mind. Right. Uh, no. You're out I'm, of wow. your mind. I'm dead would you serious. Ra- we, we played that game. Would you, you rather have. You tell Anthony Lynn that. I'm Would serious. you rather have Jeff Hostetler or Dan Marino? Jeff Hostetler, because they want oh, a championship. You're <laughs> like you can't play that Jeff game. Jeff Hostetler, I want to win. I want to win. Would you rather have? Would you rather have Brad Johnson or Dan Marino? Brad Johnson. Trent Dilfer or Dan Marino? Trent Dilfer. I'll you're take all these guys. Get out of here, oh, Rob winners. Parker. Oh. What's wrong? With- I want people that want to win. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> oh, I wish you had told me to do that, that. I wish you had told me. I know. I would have said. The bottom line is, what are you? we're here to try to win. I'll take the win any day with that guy. It's like people rip on Eli all the time. He's done. I think he's done now. But I would take Eli's two Super Bowl. I don't care what he did in the regular season. I don't care about all the interceptions. I don't care about any of that. On the biggest stage in the moment that mattered the most, he delivered. And that's right, what I want. The mistake you're making, Rob, before we get Steve DeSager in the mix here, what the mistake you're making is you're taking the past and applying it to the present as if it's going to automatically duplicate itself. Yes, it If would. the Chargers, if Anthony Lynn said, you know what, I'm out on this Rivers guy. Give me Nick Foles. He would be a crazy person. Okay, they're not upgrading at all if they went with Nick Foles over Phillip Rivers. You know what? I, I want winners. I, I talked to Andre Reed was on Undisputed, uh, and, you know, he's the one who, with the Buffalo Bills, right, mm-hmm. Hall of Fame receiver. They lost yeah. four straight Super Bowls. And I asked him, straight up, if you could give up those four appearances for, for one Super Bowl win and you never went back again, what do you think he said? He wants, well, of course, he, man. He, he would, wants the one. He would rather have the one. Yeah. I want winners. Steve DeSager, join in. At, <laughs> well, it's why Steve. Tampa Bay, in retrospect, still would have made the Gruden trade giving yes. up so much. It's because they won one. They won. They got the perfect matchup in the big game, and they won it. I will say with Eli Manning's career, using him as an example, for the first decade of his career, he was a turnover machine yes. in the regular season, and then he had two great postseason not just Super Rob Bowls. we got we got to work on your toss to Steve DeSager here. sorry about that's, that we got to work on your toss to Steve that's okay it, we'll get be... it we'll fine-tune it yeah we, we will get to the NBA in a moment Houston's 14 game winning streak is in jeopardy but we do have a final in the top 10 matchup in college hoops Duke was down to rival North Carolina by 13 points early second half Duke wins it 74-64 to clinch second place in the ACC. Future NBA first-rounder Marvin Bagley with 21 points, 15 rebounds. Earlier, the semifinals of the Big Ten tournament, Michigan beat number 2 Michigan State 75-64. So the Wolverines tomorrow are in the final at Madison Square Garden against number 8-ranked Purdue, which eliminated Penn State 78-70. Elsewhere in college hoops, most teams winding down the regular season. Oklahoma State upset number 6 Kansas. Syracuse beat number 18 
beating Clemson. Texas in overtime beat number 20 West Virginia. Florida over 23rd ranked Kentucky. Marshall won at number 24 Middle Tennessee. And we have our first ticket punch for the dance, the national tournament. Murray State wins the Ohio Valley Conference final tonight. Now to the NBA. Mm -hmm. About seven minutes to go at Houston. The Celtics are leading the Rockets 103-102. Boston, second in the Eastern Conference, a game behind Idle Toronto. The Rockets at 48 and 13, 14 straight wins. Rockets are tied with Golden State for best overall record. Miami and Denver with wins. Orlando sent Memphis to a 13th straight loss. Spurs leading the Lakers now 80 to 63. Wait a what's that quarter. score? That I'm would sorry, be what is that score? 80 to 63 Spurs. Uh, bring Whoa. my $25 gift card in here, in here right now. <laughs> I want <laughs> time. It could have been a $20 gift card, but you were stubborn, Gavin. Yes. I'm still giving you a chance to get out right now. I'll double it. (laughs) Giving him a chance. Let's let's double it. Uh, Guys, Major League Baseball opening day is March 29th this year. This is March the 3rd. All 30 teams will be in action that day. And it's spring training so far. Justin Verlander of Houston, he had a second start today. He's gone five total innings, all scoreless, nine strikeouts, no walks. And Madison Bumgarner, a couple of starts, nine strikeouts, no walks, coming back for San Francisco. I can't wait. Opening day. I don't know about the all the teams are playing on that first day, huh? Mm-hmm. What I love at the end of seasons, what they do now is not only everybody's playing, everybody starts at the same time. I, I on love the that final day. because yeah. of the wild card and the implications. It's great. it's great to watch. Absolutely. That's a good a good change. I like that. I, I still have to give you my baseball hot take, scathing hot take well, we before need it we get soon. on out That's of here. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to tease it. It's that scathing okay. for the final segment. Yeah. It's Brian No Rob Parker. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So, we took the scenic route. I talked about me being down on Lamar Jackson. Don't see the accuracy consistently enough. Me being down on Baker Mayfield. I don't see him being an elite passer in the NFL. Sorry, the windows are much smaller in the NFL compared to the Big 12. And we got on to uh, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl versus Nick Foles. <laughs> but it's no, all right, man. We're talking ball. It's all good. The third quarterback on my list that I'm down on, Rob Parker, that would be veteran Kirk Cousins. What are you down on him for? Well, the news is Adam Schefter of ESPN, he says he's whittled his list down to four teams. Expected to be between the Broncos, the Vikings, Cardinals and Jets. You like that? You like that? I'm down on the price tag for Kirk Cousins. I am not willing to pay what it's going to take to get him on any of those four franchises. The guy is really good. You have to pay him really great money. I don't want to do it. I'm not interested in signing up for him for that price tag. I would be afraid. Where do you stand at old Kirk Cousins? I would be afraid to sign him to that deal from this standpoint. Washington drafted him, despite the numbers, he got him to the playoffs. They still didn't believe in him. And it's very unusual that a team that drafted a guy and watched his every snap and every practice didn't Mm. want to franchise him. I would be afraid to sign him. Well, and the other thing is, you agree with that or might no? be looking. You understand that? Yeah, yeah. I think there's something there where, even despite him putting up big numbers, the Redskins were still like, 
I don't know. There's just something about this guy. I don't want to fully commit. Right? And they gave him two franchise tags. That tells me a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I could play devil's advocate and say, well, the Redskins have screwed stuff up before, you know, just because they possibly screwed things up doesn't mean they were right, things like that. But I understand what you're saying I, overall. I could, I could see if it wasn't a guy you drafted. That I think that's the part that really gets me is that they've watched yeah. him from day one when he came into the league and that despite his success and his numbers, they aren't convinced. I mean, yeah, that that's shocking to me. I'm just not convinced, and I think they weren't either, for what it would cost to sign him to a long-term deal. Yeah, but and did, I get that. But the two franchise tags were very expensive as well. They were. And I, they and were. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like they just didn't want to pay him. They could have let him go and just said, we're not even going to do that. We'll just trade well, the guy. yeah, but they just needed more information. He's the classic case of, I just need to see more to truly buy in. And they needed to see more, and they just waited probably too long. Time will tell. But if you look at going forward, I can understand. Think about the Jaguars. You telling me the Jags didn't consider bringing in Kirk Cousins and upgrading from Blake Bortles? Of, sh- of course they did. But at the end of the day, they said, not for that price tag. Too steep. I think that Kirk Cousins is a new Chevy Malibu that costs 70000 bucks. You know what I mean? Chevy Malibu is a nice car. But not for that much. You're overpaying. That's what Kirk Cousins is. He's good. He's put up good numbers. He's not that he's not worth that price tag, man. I'm not willing to pay that for any of these teams. How much are you worth? How much is Kirk Cousins worth? That's right. What you're willing to, to what, negotiate what any, what with someone's any, willing what, to pay you. What anybody's willing to pay him. And that's that's right. what he's worth. And and you could sit there and try to say, Well, I wouldn't want to pay dude, it, it has nothing to do with that. Matthew yeah, it does. Matthew Stafford was the highest paid player uh until the other contract in San Francisco, right? He was the highest paid sure. player. I get all that. And, yeah. and and you could and you could go there and and take a look at his numbers and he can't beat anybody over 500 and you can make a case, but to the Lions he was worth keeping him around even though he never beat anybody. I I got all of that. Right. Yes, but at the end of the day it's can you live up to the contract? And I don't think Kirk Cousins will. I don't think he's going to live up to what one team is going to pay him because it's going to be a ton of cash. And I think that he's he's a notch above Andy Dalton, you know? I mean, numbers-wise, touchdowns and interceptions last year, not much separation at all. I'm not willing. There's There's more separation in the money that Kirk Cousins will make over Andy Dalton compared to the production and the talent level. That's a problem. That's when the price tag is too steep. That's what I'm telling you. Well, he's just in a great position. You know what I mean? It has it's really it's really somebody has money. They need a quarterback. Somebody will be desperate enough, and they'll pay the price. I hear you. You know what? You I know hear what, you Rob? about him. But, yeah, but he's still going to get paid regardless. I dislike how the Patriots played against Nick Fools in the Super Bowl, and now I'm. I'm sensing hesitation with all of my quarterback angles here, you know, from you. What? I'm, I'm, I'm just... sensing hesitation and well, reluctance because... to embrace what I'm saying because Only... of Nick Fool's carving up the pats. Only because you were so off <laughs> on Nick Fool. And you got to admit, when you were watching that game, you were like, because we all do this. And, and you got to understand, when you're in this business and you want your analysis to be there. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. So you were watching. It wasn't just that they were going to lose the game, but you were like, oh, God. Every time you made a throw or something, you were like, 
Can't believe it. Oh, man. You know what I mean? I mean, look, not, I was just giving him his due. I was watching it and just being entertained by the game, really. Um, so, I yes, my tweets were blowing up during the game because I get a text. I have my phone set up where I will get a text if anybody ats me, right? And it's a tweet sound. It's like a bird, like a cheep, cheep, right? Right? And that's all I heard throughout the oh, second I half. I just, know it was beep, just going beep, crazy. Beep, beep. Yeah. But it's halfway proving my point, too. For all these people buying in as if he's a long-term solution, you guys are out of your minds. He just played great that game. Can't take anything away from him. All right, Rob. We've got to shoehorn a few things in here. I've got my scathing hot baseball take. Can't wait. Can't wait. We've got um, Gavin... How well did he perform in Texas Hold'em with a few uh, people from Fox Sports Radio recently? We have to find out about that. And also this. I'm thinking about this real quickly, Rob. Celtics-Rockets, really good game tonight. If you could sign up for any NBA Finals matchup that you wanted, which two teams would you pick? So we'll do all that stuff coming up next from the Geico Studios. I'm Brian No, He is Rob Parker. This is Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, and Lee Bogan and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.